Hello, everybody, and welcome to podcast, I'm going to say it, Shauna, number 50. Shut up. I can't believe we're here. <laughs> podcast 50 of The Real Estate Show. I'm Cherie Selly. With me is Shauna Euling. We are part of Selly Group Real Estate, a mighty but tiny boutique brokerage Ooh, right like here it. in Colorado Springs. And Shauna, there's so much to share with everybody um, as people are very confused as the market is pushing and pulling and going many different ways. Um, we finally have May statistics in. So I can't wait to share that with everybody. And um, I think it's important for people to know in El Paso County that uh, we are seeing a bit of stabilization right now. So what that means, the average home price has dropped from 561.907 in April to 554.13 in hmm. May. So that's a drop of 1.4% in a month, but it's still up at 13.2% since this time last year. And let's talk about the median price and how that's changed. So the average takes all of the market into account. Mm -hmm. The median takes out the extreme highs and lows. Mm -hmm. So it balances it out. The median price home, it has a slight increase this month from last month. So in April, it was 484, 450. And in May, it is 487. So it's about 0.5% of an increase mm -hmm. since last month, up 12.7% since last year. So what do you think, Shauna, about those numbers? Well, I'm glad they're starting to come down a little Are for all glad? our first-time homebuyers who have <laughs> just been crying for the last two years, pretty much. But yeah, I think I think we're good. Just, we're just starting to see maybe that the playing field might start leveling out just a bit. Yeah. And um, the total active listings. So this is an interesting stat right now. Total active listings in May. Um, was 1,365 mm -hmm. listings, up 40.9% from April, where there was just 969 listings. Yeah. Um, so supply is going up. Mm -hmm. um, prices are stabilizing. Month supply is now 0.8. So that's just a little bit longer than 0.7 in April. So it's double the supply from this time last year. So yeah. there's, it's taking, so what that really translates to is there's just a little bit longer um, in the market for a home to sell than there was. Um, and, you know, it doesn't mean that the market by any means has crashed or mm -mm. is, I don't see that it will crash. We're still, again, very undersupplied, but buyers have choices. Mm -hmm. And home prices are changing, and we're seeing a lot of price reductions. Yeah, they might have actually time to think about something overnight now. Yes. Which is nice. I love that thought because I think that's that's a really important thing that buyers have they've, – they've lost their leverage so much. Mm -hmm. I know that so many buyers have felt like they were losing their minds. Yeah. Well, and everything else. Yeah. Their money, their sanity, their <laughs> choices. It's right. like, you know – if you want to compete with B1 of 10, you, you have to give up a lot of things. Yeah, you're right about that. And speaking about that, there was a MoneyWise survey um, talking about buyer regrets. 
And it's um, it's really interesting that, and it's actually very sad, but it's a state of, of this frenzy that people have been going through that 70% of buyers are regretting their home purchase. 70%. Yeah. So that means only 30% of the buyers are truly happy in the poll. I mean, this is a national poll that mm-hmm. was taken. I think around 1,000 people were polled. Um, so the speed of that decision has forced buyers to make loan decisions. So this regret is in terms of their loan decisions. Mm -hmm. And uh, because there's different loans now that have kind of been coming up um, that were not really a consideration when the interest rates were so low. Yeah. Um, So, you know, the record is very interesting on, on the stats for what these regrets are concerning the financing. Um, so one of the biggest regrets um, from buyers is doing an arm or an adjustable rate mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, 77.8% of the buyers that have gotten that type of loan have regretted it. Shauna, can you yeah. explain a little bit about why Why do you think a buyer would regret doing an arm? Well, because the interest rates have shot up so much. I mean, we started the year at, um, you know, Three percent, let's say, mm-hmm. even a little under that at the in January. If you had good credit, mm-hmm. we're a solid six now. If you have great credit, and what it, does an arm do for that? The interest rates. Well, you're so the arm means for a certain amount of time you're paying a low interest rate, but then after that is is up, it's adjustable usually. And with the rate interest rates are rising, that can be it can put you in a precarious position. You're either going to have to refinance. Mm-hmm which maybe you had a job change and you can't qualify now for, or right. you're going to, you have to sell the house. I mean, it just puts you in a place where it's not as secure as a 30 year fixed. That's for sure. That's right. But a lot of people have to get them now. I was just talking to um, a client yesterday and they, you know, actually a business colleague and she was, you know, buying a new house and they went into an arm too. <laughs> For because 10 years and she's like i'm hoping we pay this thing off that's my goal i got 10 years to pay it off but you know otherwise the interest rate was going to be so high it just that was their choice so the arm might be the only way to actually yeah. get a buyer to qualify with the new interest rates that yeah. are now yes but it doesn't give them any security about the future no and it's great if things are you think they might be going down but clearly that's not the direction we're going right now with inflation so. that's right that's right. So that's the very number one loan term that buyers are regretting by nearly 80%. But the government loan is the second, um, hmm. which is at 71.4%. So that would mean a government loan might be a VA loan mm-hmm. or an FHA loan. And, you know, I'm not, I, I can't speak into this completely why everybody would have a regret on that. But I think that a big part of that is because these loans are available with no money down or very little money down. Mm-hmm. And as we just saw, the the prices are changing right now and they're stabilizing. Yeah. So if there's no equity at all in the home, I'm sure that buyers regret feeling like they're already potentially at a break even or upside down. Yeah, especially after you... Um count their funding fee on the back, which can really add up, then they might even owe more than if they didn't put any down. Then it's worth. Yeah. That's pretty quick. So and then the next loan, um, 
of buyer regrets is the jumbo loan. 70% of buyers are regretting their jumbo loan. Hmm. And um, I, you know, I can speak into this saying, you know, dealing with a lot of the high end market that um, I know that one person that recently got a jumbo loan there because they were an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. there were very few loans available to them in the jumbo market. Um, But the one that they got was over 7%. So the payment is, you know, crazy. Well, I mean, I think that a lot of people um, in order to afford well, in order to get the home of their dreams, they're doing these jumbo loans. Mm-hmm. But those rates really are, some of them are astronomical. Some of them are actually lower than the conventional rates. Yeah, they've been flip-flopping. So, yes, but still, it's just a big loan. Huge, yeah, big payment. <laughs> <laughs> and then the conventional loan at 60.2%. So it doesn't seem like any loan wins right now. <laughs> and then, I'm happy putting cash down, but... <laughs> Yeah. Not too many people can right? do that. We can't either. And then the fixed rate mortgage at 54.5%. So those are the those are the loans in order of the regrets. So, you know, Shauna, let's not only discuss regrets, but how do you think a buyer can buy right now and avoid maybe having some of these regrets? Well, I mean, you have a little longer to think about it and a little more to... Sh- time to shop around yes and you know i don't know i i feel like a you know it was such a frenzy that no one had any time to think but now there's kind of a lot to think about with inflation going up and you know you just want to make sure all the categories of your life are are secure and so maybe you're not jumping in as quickly as you thought you might because that might be your only category you're taking a risk and i think there's a few more categories popping up now for people that's wisdom and you know, Shauna, it takes it takes agents that have patience, right? I mean, we are not just here for the short term gain, but we want people to have to take the time to get wise financial counseling. Mm-hmm. Talk to your accountant, talk to your lender, come up with a good plan so yeah. that you're not just absolutely getting a loan because it sounds great on the front end, yeah. but it may be catastrophic on the back end. Well, and you said a great thing. Talk to your accountant, mm-hmm. you know, because the loan officers will say, oh, yeah, you can afford this here. We can we can lend this to you with your numbers. But is that really like they might not see the whole picture of your financial situation, whereas your accountant would go, yeah, that's while you can qualify for that, it might not be the smartest long-term move. Absolutely. So getting all that stuff done ahead of time before the eyes fall glamorized on the beautiful house. Yeah. It's like that preparation is a way to avoid the regret. Mm-hmm. Be prepared. I, you know, I'll just quickly um, summarize that I have a personal story with a client of mine that I had listed her precious home here. It sold. She was she got married and moved out of market to another state. And the housing there is even more expensive than here in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. So they were getting into that housing frenzy there, getting excited because there were some homes that were coming up that they fell in love with. But they would be extending so far up. Like we're talking hundreds of thousands over where her home sold at here. Mm-hmm. Well, they are newly married, new finances, all of that. And it's really interesting because she called me like, I love that I am talking to clients after 
they even move out of market because they yeah. want advice mm-hmm. or they're asking for wisdom. And the the truth is that was going to stretch them so much. So they ended up looking at a different market, a different state. Hmm. And not only did they end up finding a home that is their dream home. It's actually the most historic home in that state that they're buying, but it has been renovated into a modern home. Mm-hmm. And it was about $400,000 less than the home that they were thinking about buying in the state that they're in right now. So they're buying the coolest home with a history that's been modernized. They're also buying a fourplex down the street from where they're about to live. Mm -hmm. And so these, these kids are making such an incredible financial decision to, to, they took charge of their finances. They listened to us. They listened to wise counsel. They listened to their own tax advisors, counselors, and other people. And they ended up saying, I'm going to go into a different market. I'm going to go into there and capitalize on this and use our leverage as gain mm-hmm. and not just be completely over leveraged with one investment. Yeah. I think that's a great way to avoid buyer regret. Yeah. And to build long-term wealth. Absolutely. So there's so many good ways to do it and to build very positive stories instead of the regret. Be the 30% of the buyers out there that have a good story. Yeah. We want to help you get a good story in this market. So thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. We're so excited to bring you this and let us know your questions. We want to hear from you. And uh, we're here to help you, guide you, and uh, we care about your experience. It's a human experience. Yep. That's what we're here for. That's right. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next time.